0: All right. Uh, I'm live on Facebook. This is uh, Brent Leary, and I'm with Joe Galvin from Vistage. And uh, we're going to talk a lot about small businesses and their confidence in the economy and going forward in this new year. Uh, But before we do that, Joe, thanks for joining me. Joe is the chief research officer for Vistage. so Joe, thanks for joining me.
1: Thanks, Brent. It's a pleasure to be here and share uh, just some of the stuff that we're learning from our community of small business CEOs, business owners, and presidents out there across the country.
0: So uh, before you fill us all in on Vistage, give us a little of your personal background.
1: Uh, personally, I started in sales with Xerox in 1984, what I call the and the end of analog selling. This was before computers, before cell phones, and had the pleasure of, at Xerox, joined Gartner when it was a very small company, $40 million company. Uh was in sales for a long time there, and then transitioned in 2001 uh, to become a Gartner analyst, and that started me down the path of a business an- analysis that was a great run with Gartner. I joined Serious Decisions, had the opportunity to create a research function for Miller-Hyman, and here at Vistage, I'm tasked with creating a research service for our members that focuses on the issues, topics, and decisions of leadership optimization and business performance. And that's what we're focused on.
0: So tell us a little bit more about the Vistage community.
1: Yeah, Vistage is comprised of over 22,000 worldwide, 15,000 here in, in the United States, CEOs, business owners, key executives, entrepreneurs who work together in peer advisory boards to learn from each other, to share ideas, all facilitated by Vistage chair. You know, the concept is that no one is as smart as all of us. And what we found is that small business owners, small business CEOs, you know, they tend to operate in isolation. They tend not to have an objective source where they can go. And they find that this, this peer advisory board gives them a place of confidence and a place of security where they can talk about the issues, the decisions, and the topics of importance to them. It's interesting that irrespective of the business, whether it's manufacturing or professional services or some other type of small business, The issues are the same. The challenges are the same. Uh, The types of things you have to understand are the same. It's just the context is a little bit different based on your business. And our members, we find that our members outperform the the peer group, the market, uh, by 2.2 times. So this concept of having an external perspective is one that many of our members find valuable.
0: And you guys just recently uh, published one of your monthly, um, is it the SMB kind of confidence index that you do with the Wall Street Journal. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, every month since uh, since going back to 2012, with the Wall Street Journal, we publish the Vistage, the the Wall Street Journal Vistage Small Business CEO Confidence Index. Uh, we get responses from between seven and eight hundred of our of our small business. We define as 20 million or less, asking them questions about your confidence in the economy, uh, your plans to hire, your plans for investment, and then different questions depending upon what the topics are that sometimes lead to a Wall Street Journal article, but always feed into our understanding of what our members find is most important to them and where they're focusing their their energies.
0: So let's talk a little bit about some of the results uh because it was it was kind of interesting to see how things have changed so dramatically over a short span <laughs> of time, particularly like the overall <clears throat> 65% of all small business firms in December 2017 up from 57% in the last month and up from 43% in December of uh 2016. So it seems like there's a lot of confidence and it's just accelerating at this point.
1: Yeah, you know, it's a remarkable and rare point in time when you've got uh, historically, still historically low interest rates. Inflation is a non-factor. We're effectively at full employment which sounds like a good data point but it's a real challenge for small businesses uh, all come together along with now the changes in tax and regulatory and some of the other um, you know uh, legislative things that are occurring that is allowing this to be a unique time for small businesses and what we found is that they are doubling down on their investments we found that now is a time to borrow now is a time easy access to capital that we see our leaders, uh, our, our, uh, our CEOs going out and looking at where they can make these strategic investments today to drive the growth that is occurring now and, and into the future. It's a really positive time. If we compare this back to a year ago, like you mentioned, 65% of small businesses see their confidence is up. Last year in December, it was 43%. So there's a real surge of energy and a real surge of optimism in the small business community. And quite frankly, these are the good old days. You know, we'll look back we'll look back in three or four years and say, wow, twenty eighteen, those were the good old days. Yeah. Well, these are the good old days. We've got to make it happen.
0: Kind of ironically though, uh when you look at the CEOs and their the way they expect to gain in the economy, uh it seemed like they are a little bit more or actually quite a bit more optimistic at the beginning of twenty seventeen than at the end of twenty seventeen. What what do you think that is?
1: Well, I think there was a, a surge. A lot of the things that, that people believe were going to happen, a lot of the, the different policy changes driven by this administration, um, I think now that we're into more of a reality set and you know what is getting done and what isn't getting done and what they think will happen and won't happen is probably causing some of that shift. Uh, but I think it was also an artificial surge coming off the power of the election and the results and what they believed would happen today. Hmm.
0: of small firm CEOs plan to hire more people in the
1: next 12. Uh, 72% are looking to hire, and that's a real powerful data point because it all begins with people. It's all about talent. Talent consistently comes up as the number one issue or topic our CEOs are wrestling with. And it really has got, you know, there's two sides to it because while you're looking to add people and you want to add great people, you want to get the right people on the bus, so is everybody else so what so what we found is that uh adding new employees begin with ensuring the employees you have are fully engaged we've got separate well, we've got data that shows that um we're seeing CEOs increase uh the uh, their investments in training and development why i want to ensure the people i have here are growing engaged and want to continue we're seeing them boost wages why because when that phone call comes in to your number two or number three person You want them to not even take the call and we're also seeing expansion of benefits. So as the pressure and the talent wars become fiercely competitive, what we're finding is a strategy is to focus first on the people you have and then add to that. Another interesting point is that the most successful employees come from referrals of other employees, not dissimilar from business and referrals being really powerful. So for as a platform to grow before you can add people, ensure the people you have are fully engaged and they will be your best source to find other people, especially in a small business when you're operating in a very local market, local economy.
0: I like this one. 52% of CEOs plan increased spending on fixed business investments, the highest since mid 2012.
1: Yeah, real surge. I mean, the time is now. Um, one of our, one of our economists, uh, had commented that if you can sleep at night, you haven't borrowed enough money. <laughs> because interest rates are never going to be this low again. Access to capital and people wanting to invest in small businesses. well, we're, we're at a peak, not to say it can't go higher, but where we are today, uh, consequently, we've seen that investment shift. Uh, uh, we see the shift in more investments in fixed assets, new equipment, new facilities, but also a big surge in, in technology.
0: So one of the things I'm always interested in is also how do they view technology? How are they looking at this? Is this a time where some of those, uh, those investments are going to be in strategic parts of or pieces of technology for growing sales or getting more profitability or cutting costs?
1: Yeah, we did a study, uh, earlier last year, in the middle of summer last year, we did a study in August and published in October with Salesforce exactly on that topic of how specific to, uh, specific to small and mid-sized business, how technology plays. And we found a couple things. One, Uh, that there's still a high percentage of small businesses out there that are working in homegrown spreadsheet, you know, whatever you make up type of applications to manage their business. We see another population that are using a combination of multiple point solutions and we're seeing another group that are using packaged applications. And what we find is that in those organizations that are on a high growth track, A, they're more likely to use a packaged application, but more importantly, and this goes across all aspects, they are more likely to be more effective in its use. That organizations that are growing don't just buy the technology, but they're very good at using it. They focus on the execution. We did a comparison between high growth, double digit, uh, two year performance versus no growth, and we found a real disparity between the high growth organization's ability to really capitalize on what that technology is versus the low growth being highly inefficient in how they use it. So I think there's a fine line between making the investment and making it work. And that's why we think that leadership is the art of execution. It's the ability to not just buy the technology, but to put it in place and then do the change management and the innovation required to really get the power of what that technology can do. And it's a huge value for small businesses because it gives you the ability to compete with the big boys. You know, I think back to the days, you know, in the 80s and 90s, only the big enterprise class organizations could afford this class of, of capability. Now, there's so much out there and there's so many capabilities that for small businesses, technology truly becomes a force multiplier.
0: So with all this extremely high confidence and sentiment, it sounds great. They're doing things. They're investing. They're they're getting more employees. What things, and this is just asking your opinion, what things are they or should they still be doing that they aren't doing just yet when it comes to getting ready and taking advantage of all this, this sentiment that they have?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, it's it's making good decisions. If you really separate your high performance, world class, small business CEOs or any CEOs for that matter, it's about their ability to make good decisions. Now, you can make decisions based on your instinct or gut feel. And at the end of the day, we, we end up rationalizing it with our gut feel, right? You can apply your judgment. This is what I think and how it might work. But where we see optimized decision-making occur is when they reach out and expand their perspectives. They tap into others with expertise, people that have been down that path before, maybe someone who's been successful in, in making this work. It's this ability to bring the perspectives of others combined with your instinct and your judgment that leads to optimized decision-making. So... There's two elements to this, Brett. One is you have to be able to make good decisions, and then you have to execute. So if CEOs are in the business of making decisions, then leadership has to be the art of execution. And whether you're a big company or a small company, if you're not able to lead your organization, if you're not able to affect change, my suggestion is don't spend the money, because all it's going to do is look nice when you report to your board or your sponsors or your owners, and it's not it's actually going to be a drag on your business.
0: All right, Joe, so... We blasted through a whole bunch of information that we put out there. But you guys are always putting out things. You got a monthly survey, you see you have a quarterly survey. Uh, where can people go to get this information and learn more about Vistage in this community?
1: Real simple, just go to Vistage, V-I-S-T-A-G-E, Vistage.com. That will take you to our landing page. On the right, on the right side, you'll see uh research and insights, and you can click there and you can go to one, the research center. That's where we put the proprietary content that we create, along with the content that we curate from our speak our expert speakers and our chairs. You'll find our quarterly confidence index. This is against all of our members, irregardless of revenue, we publish that quarterly. And every month, you can find the uh, Wall Street Journal Vistage uh, Small Business Confidence Index. We take it every month, we get about seven to 800 responses, and it's a really interesting gauge on what people are thinking about today it's real time. And, and the thing that, that is really, and you know this is a research that makes this data so strong, is not just the number, but the quality of responses. I know that every response is a CEO, a business owner, a president, because there are members and they work together to make better decisions, become better leaders and get better results. So if you're not getting good results today, um, uh, there's a lot of ways that you can you can find out ways to do that because this is, as I said, these are the good old days
0: and uh, we'll definitely be having more conversations uh, down the line. So thanks again, Joe, uh, for your time, Great. and we'll definitely be looking out for that information.
1: Thank you, Brad. I look forward to sharing more with the community going forward.